Hi everyone and welcome to the Worldonomics podcast, brought to you by the UQES diversity team. My name is Eleanor and in this podcast we bring you interviews with guests to talk about the issues that matter. UQES would like to acknowledge both the Turrbal and Jagra nations, the traditional owners of this land, and their ongoing custodianship of the land on which this podcast interview is taking place. We pay our respects to their elders and their descendants who continue cultural and spiritual connections to country. Additionally, we recognise their valuable contribution to both Australian and global society. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of the Worldonomics podcast. Today we are joined by UQ Economic Society Publications Vice President Charlotte Thorne, who's here to talk with us about her most recent summer internships. So first of all, I'll hand it over to Charlotte and she can just introduce herself and tell us a little bit about herself. So hi, my name is Charlotte and I'm in my penultimate year of a Bachelor of Advanced Finance and Economics at UQ and I'm also, as Eleanor said, the Vice President of Publications here at UQES. So over my summer, I completed two internships, which were both um, obtained through the Pinnacle Women in Finance Scholarship. So the first internship that I did was four weeks in Brisbane at Hyperion Asset Management and the second was four weeks in Sydney at Resolution Capital. So for the relocation to Sydney, all of the expenses were paid for by Pinnacle. Um, And yeah, if you win the scholarship, they'll set you up with an internship. Why don't we start by talking about the recruitment process, both for the scholarship and for the internship. First, do you want to just explain what sort of the contents of the scholarship are, like the result, I guess, then talk about the recruitment process, how you found out which companies you were going to be interning at. So I found out about the Pinnacle Women in Finance Scholarship just through the BAFE newsletter that anyone studying BAFE would obviously receive um, weekly with like career opportunities in it. But I believe it's also available on the Hubell faculty emails and the School of Economics emails. So basically it's open to anyone studying, I believe, Bachelor of Commerce, Bachelor of Advanced Finance and Economics, Bachelor of Advanced Business, um, and maybe a few other degrees. That's just off the top of my head. Um, obviously you can do a dual with a Bachelor of Commerce and you'll still be eligible. So it's basically for, I would say, second or third year um, university students who identify as female and who can demonstrate um, hardship, but I believe that might have been removed as a requirement this year. And basically it's offered by Pinnacle Investment Management, which is an ASX 200 listed um, investment solutions company, I would say, that basically has a vested interest in multiple affiliates who are basically like little investment or asset management firms that Pinnacle owns a part of. And in return, they provide HR, finance and sales services to them. So basically, I just applied for that. I think it was like a thousand word essay about like why you deserve the scholarship. I think I did 200 words. And then after that, there was a video interview, which I believe is actually an in-person interview um, for applicants this year and hopefully going forward which was just an all-female panel of Bell faculty um, representatives, the HR people from Pinnacle, um, and a few others just basically answering questions about my application and about myself. And then I would say about two to three weeks after that, I received an email, um, very like unassuming, saying that I'd won the scholarship, which entails a $5,000 cash prize, so you receive $2,500 each semester. Um, and then also obviously job opportunities within Pinnacle. So I just got an email maybe a month or two after I had won the scholarship, um, an email from Pinnacle HR, basically setting up a meeting for me to discuss what I was interested in. 
but unfortunately the meeting did get cancelled and the next day I was heading to Europe for two months so I just had an email conversation with HR saying what I was interested in and I would say a few months after that so maybe August last year I received an offer from Hyperion Asset Management through Pinnacle not from like a Hyperion representative offering me an internship and then on Halloween last year which was a little bit late I received an internship offer from Resolution Capital in Sydney Lovely. So why don't we start by talking about your internship in Brisbane. Um, what was your role at Hyperion? Um, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about Hyperion as a company and then what your role was in your internship? Yep. So Hyperion is a Brisbane-based asset manager, which also has an office in Sydney, uh, which is basically a growth manager, I would say. So obviously there's different kinds of investment theses and Hyperion's is growth. So like your Teslas, like your Apple, your tech stocks, e-commerce, etc as opposed to like, I guess, the traditional model of investing you would see at um, your like financial management classes about like the Warren Buffett method or whatever. Um, so yeah, it was a bit different from like what I learned academically, but it's a pretty small team in Brisbane. I would say like not over 20 people. Um, and I was a summer research analyst. So a research analyst basically just conducts research on companies that Hyperion's looking at investing in or companies that they have already invested in obviously just like reading earnings reports reading annual reports keeping up to date on the financial markets and news surrounding a stock uh it wasn't too quantitative but i know other interns have had more quantitative elements to their time at hyperion i just think i was maybe at a slower time so i basically a day in the life is just looking at earnings looking at annual reports uh, presenting an investment thesis for a stock they might be looking at. I know I did a roundup of like the Chinese orthodontics industry or something <laughs> for one of my. How random. Yeah, I did like a massive Excel. It was all like color coded in pink. Uh, so hopefully they enjoyed that. But yeah, it was very varied the work. Lovely. And then in Sydney, you were working at Resolution Capital. Resolution Capital. And tell us about Resolution Capital as a company and what you were doing there. Yeah, so Resolution Capital is a bit less well-known, I would say, among students than Hyperion, obviously, because it, it's based in Sydney. They also have offices in Melbourne, London, and New York. But it primarily sells to institutional investors as opposed to being like an ETF like Hyperion that you can just invest in yourself, um, although you can also buy their ETF. Resolution Capital has about $15 billion of assets under management, which is primarily in A REITs, so Australian REITs, which are real estate investment trusts, which basically, if you're not sure, it's like an ASX listed um, vessel that invests in property and etc. Uh, but I was under the global listed infrastructure team, which is a strategy that hasn't really been brought to market in the same way that the REITs have, which was quite interesting because I was basically just working with a team of three portfolio managers, like very senior, like 20 years of experience, like amazing investment professionals. And then kind of just like me, um, <laughs> a 19 year old student. So that was very valuable. I also did an intern project over my time there, as opposed to doing more like ancillary roles like I did at Hyperion and resolution capital, obviously being, um, in the infrastructure solution, like I was, it's more focused on cash flows and income and, valuing these assets as opposed to like potential for growth like Hyperion was so I guess it also was very um beneficial in a way to just randomly be assigned to these two companies that have such different investment theses obviously starting my career in investments so 
what do you think the best part of each of the internship experiences was? So first few internship in Brisbane and then in Sydney. What was the, I guess, best thing you learned, the best experience you had, what you gained from each experience? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a little bit skewed because if you're, by the way, these were my first um, professional internships. I'd worked a little bit at a financial planner before, but I hadn't done a proper professional internship before um obviously your first internship is always going to be just you adjusting to a professional environment um kind of just learning the ropes of how to interact I think the hardest part is just like sitting in an office for eight hours a day because when you're usually like running free at uni or just doing whatever um so I would say like just learning how to behave like a professional learning how to even just like write emails or like talk to colleagues in a way like was the highlight of my time at Hyperion and the team was very supportive and conducive to that and obviously like wanted me to wanted to see me do my best and the second um internship at Resolution Capital the highlight of that was definitely doing my intern um presentation which was actually watched by the CIO which was pretty amazing he's obviously a very busy man running a 15 billion dollar fund so I was very appreciative that he wanted to hear my take um on the stock that I was researching and yeah just kind of the whole process involved with an investment thesis and presenting that it's called an initiation in industry it's basically like if you do BAFE it's like the FINM 3412 course except you're doing it all by yourself um so yeah that was definitely the most beneficial thing that I did at Resolution Capital and other than the spending eight hours a day at a desk, what would you say the hardest learning curve of these experiences was? I think it can be hard to figure out, like, when you're given a task, like, the language that it's given in, it's not like when you're at uni, you get, like, a task sheet or, like, it tells you, like, how many words something has to be or, like, how long you need to spend on it or... In a regard, I think that's probably the hardest thing. Like, I would be told, I'll oh, research this company. I'm like, well, I could write a research paper on this company if, like, you really wanted me to, or do you just want, like, one page? I think kind of learning how to understand what you're being asked and kind of understand what the manager is asking you to do without being micromanaged is the hardest part of, like, entering the professional workplace in a way. So, yeah. I guess this is pretty important. I mean, you're going into your penultimate year of study. This has been your first experience of a real-world job. Has this experience guided how you feel about what you do once you graduate? If so, what did you learn about yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think going into my internships, like, I... It's pretty, like, chillaxed. I didn't really... I'm not, like, a big hype beast who is writing, like, 10 investment banking um, applications a day or whatnot. I'm kind of just writing my little blog about economics um mostly but I think that it definitely solidified that finance and in particular like investments and maybe investment management is what I want to go into I mean I think that the opportunity that we have at UQ especially as female students to just be in contact with Pinnacle considering like they are a sponsor of UQBS they are a sponsor of a lot of societies at uni is really valuable because I mean Pinnacle is an ASX 200 listed, as I said before, investment management kind of solutions company. And it is, it has a massive office in Brisbane. Whereas in terms of finance, you're not going to find an investment bank in Brisbane. You're not going to find much like private equity in Brisbane, etc. I think that just having that resource and tapping into it is very valuable, especially with the Women in Finance Scholarship, which basically you just write about yourself and you just get given an internship pretty much and 
some money as well. Um, so yeah, I think investment management, it's definitely solidified for me that that's something that I'd like to go into and explore more maybe with a part-time role um, within Pinnacle. And I think in terms of what I learned about myself is that I am more career-minded than I thought. Um, I mean, it can be hard sometimes doing a degree like BAFE where everyone is just so like on and like it seems like they're so driven driven, and just like persistent in what they want and you're just like, oh my God, like people are reading investment banking questions. You're going to be asked in interviews in like the first week of week, like year one. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm a bit more relaxed than that. But yeah, I definitely think that it's, I'm grateful that I got to experience something that I do really have a passion for, especially I was working in, I can't really say exactly what I was doing at ResCap, but I was presenting an investment thesis on a company that has to do with sustainability. And I think that that's something that personally adds a lot of value to working in finance for me. I know sometimes it can feel a little bit draining or like soul crushing or whatever but doing something that actually like positively impacts the world is something that I would really like to continue in my proper career so yeah and then I guess something that a lot of young people value about internships is the social experience networking meeting new people what was the social experience like at your internships did you meet new people do you feel like you came out with stronger connections so I did obviously intern at like two smaller firms uh, it's not like I didn't in, like internship at like Deloitte where there's like thousands of grads or interns a year uh, that you get to meet. I was the only intern at both of the firms during the time I was there. Uh, so by that nature, I was like obviously the only person my age really. There are a few grads at Hyperion and there are a few people in like their mid 20s at Resolution Capital. But in terms of like what Pinnacle actually offers you we were connected with other interns at other firms owned by pinnacle through the hr lady amy so we all like went out for dinner together like we went for drinks we went to this random club in sydney together and that was really nice um so i would say through pinnacle more so than through the firms i was working at i had a social experience in terms of like people that i would like hang out with and go to dinner with but in terms of people at my workplace I actually had a great experience at ResCap just kind of because of the nature of being mentored directly by portfolio managers they'll just take me out for a coffee or go out for lunch with me and like I really felt like they were listening to me and kind of we were both getting something out of the conversation uh so I think also I was the first intern at Resolution Capital ever so they were kind of excited to have um a young voice a young voice actually yeah I remember I had like hour-long conversations about like chat gpt and like roblox with my portfolio manager because he was like obsessed with that (laughs) um so yeah i think that that was it was pretty cool being the first in-person intern at a firm in terms of like making connections with the staff there but yeah i definitely think that i did come out of both internships with strong connections obviously people that i would catch up with again in the future and kind of explore those opportunities so yeah Nice. And then, obviously, for your second internship, you moved to Sydney for a month, was it, that you were in Sydney? So, what was it like moving and to stay, living somewhere new? What was the experience like? Well, I actually really didn't want to go. Um, Like, I genuinely, like, I 
wasn't really in the mood to move all the way to Sydney and just be especially in the holidays like just being around like all your friends have all this free time every day and you're yeah. just like randomly in another state or I don't know I would miss my dog or whatever um but I'm so glad that I went I mean like like I'm personally from central Queensland so being in Sydney was like it almost gave me an aneurysm seeing like how many bright lights like I've been there before but living there for a month is like crazy um the public transport I thought I'd really miss my car because I hate walking but the public transport was amazing um and it's just so like happening it just makes you feel so with it yeah exactly like I was like yeah I'm working in finance in Sydney it was a bit of a culture shock but yeah moving to Sydney was so all the flights were arranged by Pinnacle so this is included if you have to relocate for an internship that you get through Pinnacle so your flights um were included they were in economy but they were on Qantas and I would usually fly on Rex or like Jetstar yeah. so I was really happy Qantas about that. Qantas luxury. Yeah I was and they let you get the points. Oh yeah. Very nice. So I, I've got quite a few Qantas points now um well compared to what I had before yeah and then they put me up in the Meriton in Chinatown so if you've been to Sydney like near the Capitol Theatre uh Paddy's Markets kind of area and they paid half of the accommodation for that one so it was it was a really nice hotel. I don't really know if I needed a four-star hotel to live in, but I emailed them and they said for safety reasons or something, you need a four-star hotel, which I don't know what they would think if they saw my room. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think like if you get the chance to move to Sydney, definitely do it. Um, I know it's scary being away from friends, but they were all flocking on Jetstar flights to come visit me. Um, like it's happening. Like there's so much there. There's beaches, there's really good shopping there was like a counterfeit market right next to oh my god fun <laughs> yeah like literally just like this massive market selling like fake goods love it it was amazing i didn't buy anything but but you can observe i can observe so finally this is more economic society related what's coming up with the publications team what's the next the next big article that we're gonna see the next big article well i thought you'd never ask actually um but obviously we're just working on our two flagship guides and just getting those out at the moment so the course guide and careers guide should be out in the coming weeks um obviously the course guide which is just a rebranded version of the Beacon guide uh just detailing like all the economics courses at UQ and then the course guide which is oh sorry the careers guide which is kind of an accompaniment to our careers and cocktails event just like a follow-up if anyone didn't get to make it just outlining internship opportunities etc and in terms of articles, we should have one coming out in the next fortnight, which will be written by our publications officer, Sanjeev, which is obviously his first article. So hopefully everyone gets behind that. But I'm sure they will. I'm sure it will be brilliant. I've got a feeling. Yeah, a There's good something feeling. in the water. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Charlotte, for speaking to us today. It's been lovely to talk about both the Pinnacle Woman in Finance uh, internship opportunities as well as your experiences. And we can't wait to see what is in the future for you. Thank you.